Hello, hello. Um, Today's podcast episode is on the topic of rejection, uh, which came up for me this week. I'm feeling rejected and tender and making an effort to uh, take some lessons from this. And um, so when you grow up, with um, five siblings, there's a limited amount of <laughs> time and attention that your parents can afford each and every one of you. So we were all, um, it seems, in a, in a competition for love, attention, affection, validation from, from our parents, right? Which means in our adult relationships, and I can't speak for my brothers and sisters and their experience of this, but for me, um, it meant that in my adult relationships, I've always needed a lot of love and encouragement and validation. Um, and probably led to some, some codependent issues for me in my relationships. I am now 36 years old, and here's what I've learned from, you know, I'm going to say a lifetime of rejection, but that sounds a little bit, (laughs) woe is me and overdramatic. I've lived a life full of love and acceptance and tenderness and joy, and I've also lived a life full of rejections, like every other human on this planet. So what helps me through the pain of of rejection, and this is not necessarily a rejection in relationship. It could be a rejection, um, you know, from from a job. Um, I've I've been fired from my fair share of jobs, and that's another type of rejection that is, you know, um, Is, is painful, right? It's, it's something we have to kind of lead ourselves through and move ourselves through. Um, the rejection of kind of n- not getting a job or being fired from a job, um, for my, um, high school students who are applying to universities and getting rejected from universities. Um, and then of course, I'd argue the most painful kind of rejection is relational rejection. When you um, have someone that you consider your best friend in high school one day give you a call and decide that she doesn't want to be friends anymore. Um, And uh, that that was a couple of weeks before prom. Yeah, before we graduated. Um, so yeah, that was certainly a painful rejection, um, especially after, you know, after going through high school and middle school and elementary school with, um, a lot of difficulty making friendships and holding friendships and finding friends and learning how to make friends. Um, that was particularly painful for me. Um, 
Yeah, she dropped me like a hot potato. <laughs> um, and then I, um, you know, I saw her at prom with her friends and uh, her, her group of chosen friends that I was excluded from. Um, so yeah, I have a lot of stories about that kind of rejection from, from my school years. And, um, probably the earliest rejection you can experience is rejection from your parents. And that doesn't come from necessarily something as extreme as like, oh, my parents abandoned me or neglected me, although it can sometimes. Um, but just like not receiving the love, care, tenderness, affection, um, that you need from, you know, the first people in your life who are meant to take care of you in all these ways. And unfortunately, not everybody has the capacity to offer the kind of care that you need. So, um, in dealing with rejection over the years, what I've learned is, um, something that gives me great comfort, especially now in the midst of my most recent rejection, <laughs> um, which I can talk about in a couple minutes, but really, um, I keep reminding myself that rejection is divine redirection. Um, I really believe that everything happens for a reason. Um, the good, the bad, the ugly, all of it is here to help us grow, to teach us, to bring us into a new level of expansion and knowing ourselves if we're open to the lesson. So if you're able to witness your pain and be with your pain and offer yourself the tenderness and love that we so often need from others, um, we can move through rejection or navigate it with a little bit more direction, I suppose. I'm not going to say it'll be easier, although it could. Um, rejection is tricky because it brings up all sorts of things like shame and, um, you know, you want to blame yourself. You ask yourself like, what did I do wrong? What's wrong with me? Um, when in fact, uh, a rejection, even just hearing a no, <laughs> uh, over the last year, my relationship with no has been evolving too, because as I'm able to look rejection in the face, even something as simple as hearing a no, um, as I allow myself to be more willing to hear a no, it makes me braver. <laughs> it makes me more willing to ask for the things that I want, regardless if I get a yes or a no. And I'm practicing out of saying no to myself 
preemptively so that someone else won't say no to me. Um, yeah, I, I love this topic because I think rejection is something that we all struggle with to some degree and it's, it really cuts you to the core. Um, and so we either shut down our feelings of, you know, rejection or despair or shame or self-loathing. We either try to shut it down and move on, deny that we feel any of this hurt, um, or like we just kind of end up in, in a pity party kind of space. And you know what? Sometimes you need a moment for a pity party and that's okay. But having the awareness of self to be like, okay, I've had my pity party. Um, I'm ready to move beyond this. Um, kind of using our mindfulness tools to just be present with the emotions, be present with the feeling is, is powerful stuff. It's, it's really powerful stuff. And, um, yeah. So let's just kind of take a moment and close our eyes, find a comfortable seat and tune into the breath. Just notice your breath without having to fix it or change it in any kind of way. Just notice the quality of your breath. As you're settling in, you can slowly start to invite a deeper breath into the belly and feel the belly expand as it fills with air. Notice the contraction as you exhale. And as you begin following your inhale and your exhale, bring your attention to your emotional state in this moment. What's the most prominent feeling for you in this moment? You can label the feeling. Ease, joy, sorrow anger, whatever that feeling is, name the feeling. And notice where the feeling sits in the body. What is your physiological experience of this emotion? Perhaps it's a tension in the throat. Perhaps it's an expansive feeling. Maybe it's in the head, in the mind space. Perhaps it's in the pit of your belly. Or right at your seat. When you find where the emotion sits, 
sit with it, notice it, observe it, breathe into it, take a deep breath in, let it go. Notice where that emotion sits and give it space. Let it dissolve or expand, let it move, let it swirl, let it constrict. Allow it to do anything it wants to do and give it your tender attention and care. Be with the emotion. Take a deep breath in. Let it go. You can be here as long as you like. And when you're ready, Gently open the eyes, notice the space around you, and offer yourself some love and gratitude for taking care of yourself today. You're doing a great job.